Just before starting the Sikha, just to point out an interesting thing, that this Sikha is based on, as it says in the end of the Sikha, on a Maimer that the Rebbe said, on Parshas Vayetzei, Yud Kislev Tavshin Beis. This was the first of three Maimorim that the Rebbe said on that particular Fabrengen, which is something very unique, it's the very only time the Rebbe actually said three Maimorim in one Fabrengen. And the Rebbe starts off the Sikha, and the Rebbe says that in connection with Hashem's Brocha to Yaakov Avinu, that you will spread out, you will burst forth into all directions. Chazal tell us, anyone that delights on Shabbos is given a heritage without any boundaries, without any limits. Because the Pasuk says, then you will delight with Hashem, etc. And I will give you the heritage of Yaakov. And Chazal say that it says specifically Yaakov, not like Avram and Yitzchak, which regarding them, it says certain limitations and measures of how they were given Eretz Yisroel, but rather, as it says, by Yaakov, Ufaratz, the Yom of Akedma, Vitzafoyin of Anagba, that he's going to burst forth into all directions. Now we know that there's a concept called Mido Keneged Mido, the way the Abishta pays for a mitzvah is measure for measure. So we must say that in this case, it's also the same thing. We need to understand in what way is the mitzvah of delighting on Shabbos somehow connected with this concept of bli, meitzorim, without any limitations, without any boundaries, that this is the reason why he would get a nachla bli mitzorim, a heritage, without any limitations, without any boundaries for keeping Shabbos. The Rebbe says this idea that the reward for keeping Shabbos is the bracha of ufaratzta, a heritage without any boundaries, we also find in regards to Yaakov Avinu himself. Chazal tell us that in regards to Avram, that we don't find that it says specifically that he kept Shabbos, he inherited the world, but was still with a certain limitation, a certain measure. As the Pasek says, Kum Hashem says to Avram Avinu, go, walk in the land, la'arko, but the length and the width. However, say Chazal, Yaakov, that by him it does speak about, the Torah tells us that he kept Shabbos, because the Pasek says, Vayichan es ir, he rested, Next to the, next to the city, which Chazal translate as meaning that he came to the city just before sunset and he set up the concept of a tchum, the, the amount of the space of where one could walk outside the city, setting up a tchum Shabbos, set it up before sunset. So he inherits the whole world, not in a way of a measure, as the Pasuk says, your children will be as the dust of the earth. And then the continuation is, which we quoted before. Mefarshim explain that when the, the Chazal say that Avram, regarding Avram, it doesn't say Shmir Shabbos, doesn't mean that it's not mentioned in the Torah at all, that he kept the mitzvah of Shabbos, because we have a Pasuk by Avram which says, Vayishmer Mishmarti, that he kept my safeguards, and Chazal explained this to me, that he kept all the mitzvahs, even a Ruvei Chatzeros, Avram Avinu was aware of. Rather, what it means is that it doesn't say explicitly or individually about Shabbos. Rather, it's just included together with all the rest of the mitzvahs of the Torah. Whereas in regards to Yaakov Avinu, it says specifically that he kept the mitzvah of Shabbos, as we saw in the Pasuk of Ayichan es Pnei Ha'ir. However, says the Rebbe, and, and since, sorry, and since this mitzvah of Shira Shmira Shabbos is emphasized specifically by Yaakov and not by Avram, that itself tells us that in some way by Yaakov the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Shabbos was different and unique in comparison to other mitzvahs. And because of this specific aspect 
and Maila advantage of the way he kept Shabbos, he was Zoycha to this Bracha of Ufaratzta. We also need to say that from the fact that out of all details of the mitzvah of Shabbos that Yaakov kept, which one is the one that Torah mentions? Specifically the idea that he set up the Tchum Shabbos. It's understood that even though, yes, it's true that the bracha of Ufaratzla is connected generally to the idea of keeping Shabbos. As Chazal say, Yaakov Shekosov Shmiras Shabbos, the Yaakov that Shmiras Shabbos says about him, he uses to this unlimited heritage. Nevertheless, there must be still a specific connection to the idea of the Tchum Shabbos. In other words, this special quality, the special way of how Yaakov keeps Shabbos, and Yaakov is unique in the keeping of Shabbos, is somehow specifically connected with the fulfillment of the idea of Tchum. So we need to understand, first of all, in what was the special, unique way of Yaakov keeping Shabbos to the way that Avram Avinu keeps this very same mitzvah, that for this reason, it's mentioned only by Yaakov specifically that he keeps Shabbos, and that's why he is Zoycha, to the bracha of Ufaratzta. And also, why is this special quality specifically brought out in the idea of Tchumin? To understand this, says the Rebbe, we're first going to understand something that the Mittler Rebbe, whose Geula it is on Yud Kislev, explains in his Mimer that starts with the words Ato Echad, where he explains the difference between the mitzvah of Shabbos and other mitzvahs. And what he says is that other mitzvahs, since the way we fulfill them is through a positive act, there's going to be differences in the way a great tzaddik fulfills the mitzvah, and the way a simple person fulfills the mitzvah. Great tzaddikim, for example, when they put on tefillin next to their heart and on their head, by them, their own heart and head and brain is going to be on a much greater level than other people, and therefore the tefillin is going to be on a different level, as opposed to the simple people, and so too in regards to other mitzvahs. However, when it comes to the mitzvah of Shabbos, which is more about abstaining from work, it's about resting, not doing activities. So when we speak about not doing something, there isn't going to be a difference between one yid and the next. Because even though it's true that the rest of a simple person is going to be from ordinary work, then you might have a different kind of rest, like those people that were involved in doing the malacha, the work of the mishkan, and not doing it on Shabbos. We also have a spiritual type of rest, which is the idea of not being involved in the regular birurim that happen usually during the week. So this explains that Shabbos is higher than birurim, of elevating and refining the world during the week, we're involved in elevating the world. But all of these differences is only a difference in what we are resting from. But in the actual resting itself, and the fact that we are resting, says the Mittler Rebbe, that hakoil shavin mamish, and that we are all exactly the same. Therefore, says the Rebbe, through the fact that we fulfill Bishlemus completely the resting. And what is resting on Shabbos? As Chazal tell us, that you do it in a way, as if everything was done already, you're just completely resting. And because of Oynik Shabbos, because of the delight of Shabbos, you're not thinking about any of your weekday activities at all. So this itself is the greatest pleasure. This itself is the greatest delight. Now the reason... Why it is actually that specifically on Shabbos, it ends up being that all Yidin are the same. The Mittler Rebbe explains. Because the main idea of the mitzvah of Shabbos is the rest of the nefesh, but on the deepest level, the very, very essence of the nefesh, the level called the Yechidah, the level that's higher than the normal revelations, expressions in the mind and in the heart. In other words, 
the mitzvah of Shabbos is connected with the deepest part of the nefesh, the essence of the soul, the yechidosh of nefesh. And this is the real reason why there are no differences between one yid and the next, because on the level of yechida, all yidin are the same, from the greatest of the great to the simplest of the simple. According to this, the Mittler Rebbe explains what we say in davening on Mincha of Shabbos. And what we say is, that the rest of the Yidin is coming from you, Hashem, and for their rest, they sanctify your name. Through their rest, they sanctify your name. For your rest, they sanctify the name. That is as follows. The Menucha of Shabbos is coming from you, yourself, from the very, very essence of Hashem. And this is why this Menucha, this rest by Yidin, is also connected to their essence, their Yechida. And this is the connection to the Amnuchasam Yakdishu Eshemecha. What does it mean sanctifying Hashem's name? The idea of Mesiras Nefesh, sanctifying Hashem's name, this is something that exists completely by all Yidin equally. Because the Koyach for Mesiras Nefesh, for Kiddush Hashem, is coming from the Yechido Shebe Nefesh. And this is why it says, that the Menucha of Shabbos is connected to this Darg of Kiddush Hashem. Because both Menucha of Shabbos, the rest of Shabbos, and the idea of sanctifying Hashem's name are both connected to the Yechido Shebe Nefesh, both an expression coming from that deepest part of the soul. Says the Rebbe, this idea that the Yechido Shebe Nefesh is complete by every single Yid, regardless of where his actual faculties are and what he's up to, is because the Yechida is completely removed from all of the regular koiches, from the regular faculties, the regular attributes of the person. It's higher than what we call gilu, higher than the regular level of the revelations of the soul. In other words, the Yechida Shebenefesh is even higher than that which we refer to as the makifim of the neshama. That is, we have the level, the internal part of the neshama, we have the makif, the part that's a little bit more aloof and beyond. But even those level of makif have some sort of impact on the person. Chassidus explains on a Gemara that speaks about and says, which means to say that sometimes you can have a situation, the Gemara tells a story about that there were certain individuals that they themselves didn't see a certain vision, but their neshama l'mayla saw it. This is called the mazal of the neshama, the makif of the neshama. This is actually where, here, hurei tshuva come from, where a person doesn't know where a certain thought and idea of tshuva came into his mind without any preparation. It's coming from this level that's called the makif of the neshama, the part of the neshama that's beyond. But nevertheless, it still has some sort of impact on the person. But the level of Yechida is completely higher than having any revealed impact on the person to the extent that it seems like as if it has no connection to him at all. And this is why, where does the Yechida dwell? It's not inside the guf, it's not inside of the keli of the guf. Furthermore, it's not even in the parts that are called the makifim that are considered the things that surround the person, like his clothes or his house, which are, that's where usually we would say the makif of the neshama rests over there. Because since the, this idea of the yechidah, sorry, since these makifim are still in some way connected to the person, they are still in some way measured according to the person. And this is true, first of all, regarding clothes. They are definitely according to the size of the person. This is called makif hakorev, something a little bit closer to the person. This surrounds the person in a way that's fitting, is measured and fitting to his body. 
But in truth, even the level of bias, even a house, which is called a makif arochik, a more distant type of encompassing light, nevertheless, this is, and it's further from the person, but still it's in some way connected to the person himself. And therefore, in these places, both in the clothes and in the house, this is still not the place where the Yechida dwells. Yechida is completely removed from the person. And rather, as it says in the Maimer over there of the Mittler Rebbe, where does the Yechida dwell? This is in the Dalid Amois of the person. That means it's completely outside the person. The expression used in the Maimer over there is that it's so distant, in other words, there's nothing further from the person than this. It's completely outside of himself, outside of his clothes, outside of his house. It's completely, is the Daladamis means outside of his own space. In other words, the Rebbe doesn't say this point in the Sikha over here, but the way it's brought in the Mimer and so on in other places, it seems to be because the Daladamis are usually even outside the person's house as well. Daladamis is not in the person's house. This is when you're in an outside domain. And therefore, this is specifically the place of the Yechida completely outside the person. Says the Rebbe, this is also the reason why there is the halacha of Dalad Amos in regards to Shabbos. We know Chazal learn out from the Pasuk where it says, Shvuish tacht of al The Pasuk says, everyone should stay in their place and not go out of their place. And we learn out from this that a person has a Dalad Amos space outside of which will be already completely away from him. Because in, why are we focusing on this idea of Dalad Amis on Shabbos? Because the Yechida, that's when it's revealed. And again, the Yechida, where does it dwell? In the Dalad Amis, in the outside Dalad Amis of the person. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the connection between the bracha of Ufaratzta, this unlimited bracha, specifically with the idea of Shabbos. We said Ufaratzta means getting a heritage without any limitations, without any boundaries. Which in truth, what would this be referring to? This is referring to the infinite and expansiveness of the very essence of Hashem, who has absolutely no limitations, and therefore it comes from what? From keeping Shabbos, because as I said, Me'itcha Himenuchasam. This idea of Shabbos is connected, Dafka, with coming from the very, very essence of Hashem. And this exactly is also the special mile, the special idea of how Yaakov kept Shabbos, different to the way, Av- the way Avram Avinu kept Shabbos. By Avram Avinu, Torah includes, his keeping of Torah includes everything, including keeping of Shabbos. That means it's part of the whole Torah. In other words, Avram Avinu's Indian was not specifically to show the special quality of keeping Shabbos. In other words, not in any way different to other mitzvahs. And therefore, it's just included with the rest of Torah and mitzvahs. So it doesn't emphasize the revelation of the Yechida, because it's just part of all the regular other avoiders. You don't see the Yechida aspect of here. Specifically Yaakov, who as Chassidus explains, Yaakov is called Kavo Emtsoi, the middle column. We have Chesed on the right, Gvura on the left, or Avram on the right, Yitzchok on the left. Chesed and Gvura right and left. And in the middle, that's Yaakov, that's the Ferris, which goes up, as Chassidus explains, all the way to the deepest place into Keser. He is the one that has the complete bitul, absolute bitul. And this is why it actually says as an introduction to the bracha of Ufaratzov, it's like the dust of the earth. What's the idea of offer? What's the idea of dust that represents absolute bitul? Because Yaakov Avinu is in that position, in this place of absolute bitul, and this middle column that goes up all the way to, to, to Keser, to the highest place, by him was shining the Yechidah, 
And how is this expressed practically? As we said, in keeping Shabbos, this is where it really comes out, this Gilui of the Yechidah. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand why out of all of Shabbos, we specifically focus on the idea of Tchumin. What's the idea of the Tchum of a person? In other words, it's a similar to idea to the concept of Daladamus. The Tchum, Shabbos, is also means this is the space of the person for this Shabbos. He has designated this place. Similar to Daladamus, which is the, the, the place the person takes up. This is actually that we, why we learn out this whole idea from the Pasuk al Ishmim Koimoi. We learn this idea of Tchum Shabbos as well. It's all connected to the same idea. From this we understand that the Gilu of Yechida is also connected, just like we said it's connected to Dalad Amois, it's also connected to this idea of the Tchum, the general space and area that extends outside a person, which is still in some way um, has a Shaykhist to the person. In other words, just like we said that the Yechida dwells in the Dalad Amois of the person, so too, says the Rebbe, we could say, in a similar way, there's something like that also in the general space of the person, in the Tchum. And this is why, even though it's true that the Yechida expresses itself generally through all the inyanum of keeping Shabbos, nevertheless it has a specific connection to the idea of Tchum, because over there that's where you have the Yechida dwelling.